river kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevoy sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevoy seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 64. So, when last we left our hero, the Kingdom of Stagthorn, yep. um, everybody had gone off to the Rushlight tournament. Except for those poor slubs like us stuck with staying home and actually running the Kingdom while everyone else is off having fun. Uh-huh. But Where at least everything's quiet and peaceful and uneventful. Well, they're presumably doing well, and nothing is occurring in the Kingdom that need alarm you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, have you got your list there of who's actually at home? Hmm. that living one of the myriad separate sheets that I haven't given you? Just going. I... No, I wrote it down on a piece of paper, and I believe that piece of paper is in this handout. Yes, it is. Here we go. Um, it's actually a list of who's going, but I can work out from that who's staying. Yeah. Um, so it's Corwin out of my close associates is staying. Yeah. And then, um... The old Belle Dame first. And that is really it. It's the old Belle Dame first, um... And Corwin. Rock on. Okay. So, <laughs> of that list, one of them is a pretty newly minted counsellor, and one of them is a golem. Yeah. So, are we safe to assume that Corwin has more or less been placed in Regency? You are correct. Okay. So, Corwin is sitting there relatively happily, given it's him, slugging his way through Kaelin's paperwork. Yep. Caelan doesn't do very efficiently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are welcome to practice your Scottish accent as much as you want, or merely um, mm-hmm. communicate to me what you are saying. Yeah. Um, and for starters, your kingdom receives a hero point mm-hmm. for the ambushing. Uh, yeah. Cool. For the GM's flagrant cheating, essentially. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yep, that puts us up to two hero points. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and of course, we actually see the paperwork that Corwin is signing off on. Um, there are a number of merchants coming into the city from Fort Drelev to get away from their oppressive tax- new taxation policy and that sort of thing. Uh, this is just the paper the court happens to be signing off as the scene comes on. Uh-huh. Um, he's also got a bunch of papers on the side of his desk. The camera pans slightly over that uh, look like they're about a week or so old at this point and are just notification from Drelev that a number of his people are going to be marching through a couple of hexes away from your city to go to the Rushlight tournament. Right, yes. Which doesn't... He's not moving an army, as yeah. far as he's telling you. Yeah. And your scouts have, you know, a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, so, all is well in the world. Yep. Um, yes, because I got a build point for the um, people coming into my um, kingdom from Fort Drelev. I got a, an economy bonus from it, I think. Um, one of these um, one of these turns. One of the kingdom events? Uh, it, it, it rings a bell, anyway. Maybe that may have been a few a little while ago, but... Um, anyway. Yes. Um... So, where is where is Corwin? Has he bothered to go and occupy the throne room? Was he more or less sitting around in his his own chambers in the palace? No, I think um, Corwin. Um, the thing is, even Caelan doesn't do paperwork in the throne room. It's for receiving guests. Yep. Caelan has his study, and Corwin would um, I think stick with his own study rather than you. No, actually, that's because he's got to do all Caelan's paperwork. So what he's done is set up his own desk in Kalen's office at yep. the other side and painstakingly moved the bits of paper specifically relevant to what he's doing onto that desk. Yeah. So most of Kalen's more diplomatic visitors have just been pawned off for several days. Yeah, and he's, to, he's, he's looked at Kalen's, you know, tottering piles and then very carefully moved bits by my ah, don't want a piece of that. Many of the well-to-do <laughs> people are actually at the Rushlight Tournament, as are most of the foreign diplomats that you routinely deal with. Yeah, Corwin's just basically stuck running the boring you know, day-to-day. Corwin's done the odd fence dispute and, you know, yeah. we chop this baby in half and give half to each person. It's all yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's, um, my feeling is he's probably done wonders for the, um, you know, people of, he's giving people valuable expertise in sorting out their own problems that are bor- bothering royalty about it. Because I would imagine after co- a few days of Corwin sorting out their problems, people are becoming much more adept at sorting them out themselves. Okay, and, um... Caelan... Uh, Caelan. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Corwin can roll me a quick listen check. Well, I'm going to need Corwin's character. Uh, yes, that would be probably useful to you. I realise he's got basically no skills, but I'd still rather... He does actually have base attributes, though. Yeah, yeah. And you never know, I mean, he's got like four things he's actually good at, and I'm about to trip on one of them sooner or later. Yeah. Perhaps swimming is the key to saving the kingdom after all. Obviously. <laughs> when Trey and his... Um, yeah, he, admittedly swimming might be more... Isn't Elksrest landlocked? Yes, a little bit landlocked, yes. Or is it on the river? Uh, there's a river nearby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really think that's nearby as in the next hex over. Yeah. This is a forest hex. Okay, and Corwin's glorious listen is a ten. So Corwin hears some slight, you know, mutter-mutter, scuffle-scuffle noises and thinks nothing in particular of it. He continues doing his paperwork. Um... 
Yeah, so this this will go in in the end of people you've got here. This will go all the way around um, to when first comes to see Corwin, uh, and this unit has this unit has daily reports. Ah, uh, well, fire away. Uh, blah has happened. Blah has happened. A young woman was found endeavouring to sneak into. A young woman was found endeavouring to sneak into the palace. She claims to have come to see the king, but she was endeavouring to penetrate his chambers quietly. Well, that sounds a bit suspicious. I'd best be having a look at her. We placed her in. The, we placed her in the cells. We, pla- we placed her in the jail temporarily, and her story has changed. She states now that she is here to that, that she has come to see Caleb on business and that he would know what this means and first goes into his bag and comes out with a dagger and Corwin gets a wisdom check actually rather than intelligence because this is something he could theoretically talk. Uh, Corwin gets a 24. It's a dagger and actually it's two daggers. Yay. They are, you know, well made. Basically... Uh, best go and see. I don't know. Lost him. Uh, oh, best go and see. Uh, best go. And, yes, go and see what she's about. Out. That boy attracts women like um. <laughs> like uh, flies attract honey. Yes, and no the, doubt she's got some notion of crawling into his bed. The the descriptor is the descriptor that first gives you, uh, as reported from his from the palace guard, the uh, castle guards is a very homely woman. Well, she won't find me a soft touch while the, while the boys are, while the lads away. And uh, Corwin bu- bustles off. Okay. And first we'll come Flanking along with all of his ge- all of his heavy armor and weapons. First we'll come along with you. This is technically they're treating it as an assassination attempt on the king, but no one's taking it very seriously because yeah. she kind of just got caught in the gardens trying to sneak up to Caitlin's window. Yeah. Long before there was anything remotely resembling a problem, even assuming Caitlin had been home. Let alone any poor bastard that sneaks into Caitlin's bed at night is going to get monk killed by Brynn. Yeah, that is one of the advantages of sleeping next to her. And Caitlin is taking full advantage of it, believe me. Because mm-hmm. so, right, chances. She's taking way. advantage of your high ride checks. So. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the thing is, Caitlin's always waking up from a sound sleep with a minus 10 on his listen and not great. Okay, and... Although <coughs> that is why I had, like, 40 When yards. Corwin gets there, can Corwin give me a knowledge nobility check? Sure thing. This might be his lucky day. And Corwin... Gives, has a 14 on the knowledge nobility, but I know who it's going to be, even if he doesn't. At least I think I do. Yeah, fair enough then. What does the audience say? No, that's alright, sweetie. I just have a guess about who it is. Okay. I doubt it, in fact, because ah. as the camera pans around, it is not somebody you have seen before. Ah, okay, never mind. Um, Scratch that theory. Okay, so Corwin does not know who this is. Um, but he has dealt with enough snooty highfalutin nobles now to recognise that there are some incongruities about her. Um, she is being kept in a cell, just in a basic barred cell, not manacled to a wall or anything, as she hasn't demonstrated any particularly advanced powers. Um, she is broad-shouldered, her hair is plaited back hastily, she's wearing basic peasant clothing, and generally looks vaguely like a peasant, vaguely like a a peasant woman, you know, mid-twenties maybe. But there's something off about her that Corwin takes in from her bearing. Um, 
she stands like she is very unused to being in this dirty cell, but she also stands like she's very unused to being in these sort of clothes. Um, actually, on that, it actually looks like she's worn these clothes, se- sort of clothes, several times before, but she just can't get rid of that years of training of noble bearing of this is how a lady is supposed to stand type of thing. Your guess is that this is a noble woman in disguise as opposed to an actual peasant. Okay. Um, and she looks up at you, uh, looks blankly as you come in, and she says, You, dwarf, I, I have to see the king. Now, runs to the cells and bars and rattles on them slightly. Well, Les, I can't be helping you with that because he's away. He's, um, down at the Rushlight Tournament. Yeah, jousting in that. I'm in charge till he gets back. My name's Corwin Seal River. Why would the king be... It's the Rushlight Tournament. Biggest event in the five king- nearby Five Kingdoms. You might have heard of it. Uh, yes, but I'd heard he was phenomenally lazy and a, worth- and a worthless horseman. Why would he have got bothered to go down there personally? Couldn't he just send champions or something? I understood all he did was lie around here and eat grapes and things. Huh? Vlad's got his faults, but lazy isn't how I'd uh, task him, and he's a fine horseman. I've never got the hang of the beast myself. They're um, a bit chancy, like like to gallop off and leave you leave you hanging. But no, he's be he'll be riding in the jousts and that. But but the daggers. He has to see the daggers. They're my proof. Uh, proof of what, lass? That Lily and Visky sent me. Oh. Now Corwin definitely knows who Lily yeah, and Visky yeah. is because I. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a while, but yeah. So I was right; it was about Lillian Fisky. It was. It is about Lillian Fisky. It just isn't Lillian Fisky. All right, Les. Um, say I believe you that Lillian sent uh, you. What's Lillian got to say? And given it's cool when he comes right out and says she's not still nattered about that um, uh, about Al Kalen throwing her over, is she? Because that was that was. Um, Yonks ago, and she's bound to have found someone uh, better looking than him by now, pretty lass like she was. Uh, get a quick sense of motor check. Alright, and Corwin gets a three, yep. which I feel is very in character. And, uh, that I think must you... be quite the trick, his wisdom must be high. Oh no, sorry, he gets a seven. Oh, well, that makes all the difference. Yeah, because you haven't written down his attribute. No, bonuses, no so. because he doesn't use his skills. Yeah. Um, so she looks kind of bewildered at you for a moment and wait she dumped him sorry he dumped her that's not what I heard (laughs) (laughs) oh well he had some notion that um he um wanted to find true love or the like Uh, anyway the the, what's the what's the what's Lillian want is there some kind of trouble with the kingdom I, I was sent to ask to ask him for his help and warn him. All right. Uh, well, I, 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 I ain't much of a horseman, but um, I'm in charge while he's gone, and I'm, um, I've got my own skills. You, you can. What, what's the trouble? What, what's, we, what do we need to be worried about? What do you need help with? Look, uh, no offense, but I, I really wanted to talk to Kaylin. I, I don't even know who you are, dwarf. Well, I'm the treasurer of the kingdom. Right, an accountant. Is, is there a, a, a general 
or something they can talk to. This unit is the warden. It's a golem? It's a bit... kind of Pytaxian. He's a bit more than your average golem. Um, look less. Uh, so I can let you out of your cell and we can fight if we if you want. But it seems like if there's some kind of... Par- uh, Kaelin will be back in three days. But it seems like maybe this can't wait that long. Okay, and Corwin gets to make... A diplomacy check. Well, we might as well just let the trailer wait till we're All right, okay, he's going to make an untrained diplomacy check. Uh, first fails to assist you. Well, that's just, that's just peachy, isn't it? Ha! Huh. And Corwin rolls in that 19 and then subtracts two from it for a glorious 17. He is transparently the only one here. And that's true. <laughs> and also, you know, he, he is trying to convey that he's got some warrior-type prowess and, you know, he's wearing plate and clanking with armor and weapons and stuff. So, you know, he may not be Mr. Diplomacy, but this is true as it goes. He will have... Corwin will have to do. <laughs> okay, so this conversation goes on for another couple of hours at this point. Yeah. Um, which basically boils down to she tells you she's got something important to tell you, um, but that um, Hannah Drelev has people in your kingdom, so she wants to make sure she's talking to the right... Uh, in fact, no, she says somebody she somebody has people in your kingdom, so she wants to make sure she's talking to the right person first. Uh, Corwin does actually muster all of his powers and make a moderate impression on her. Corwin's yeah, that, so impressed. Yeah, well, you should be, because I fluked that in that 19. Um... Alright. I'm gonna have to trust you because. because I don't really have any good choices left here. Aye, that's the one, lass. My name is. my name is Cassandra Numesti. I'm the daughter of Baron Tyrion Numesti. He's the counsellor of Fort Drelev. Aye? Yeah, cool. Be deadly aware of who the guy is. You probably never met him. No. But, um, because Drelu doesn't usually bring his um, counsellors to our, our state events. My father's been arrested for failing to comply with King Drelu's new policies. My older sister's been taken by the people that he's working with. And his army is on his way, his, his, his army is on its way here to Elkswest. Bloody hell. Well, that was news I could have had several hours ago. Do you know how long it time it, take, the time it takes to get armies on the, the move? I mean, I'm sorry about your family and all that, but I need to... We need to get the, we need to get the army in motion. All right, um, Corwin makes a sense motive check to yep, endeavor to probably. assess if she's telling him the truth. Uh, and gets a 23. Oh, you will actually receive further information from the GM on that. Corwin just remembered that um, he doesn't know that all this is true. Okay, so she doesn't she doesn't have a lot of overly great love in her heart for um, Corwin, but again, her body language that she's a noble's daughter sort of matches with what you're taking away. Um, 
she hasn't actually come here expecting to be believed by you. She's come here expecting to be believed by Kaylin because she's bought these tokens from Lillian. Um, and still hasn't um, necessarily given you how Lillian ties into yeah. the story. Um, in the absence of this, she's pretty much trusting Corwin because she has to. Um, and what Corwin will pick up from this is her motivations are kind of ulterior. She is telling you the truth, but she's not doing it out of a deep and abiding concern for Elk's rest. She doesn't really harbor any great desire to see you burnt to the ground, but she doesn't know you from a bar of soap. She's come here for help, and yeah. what she's come offering for help is this piece of information. She's also a bit pissed because she's been in jail for a night at this point. All right, let's come on first. Um, open, open her up. Um, we need to get the army in motion, and you can tell us. Uh, and you can tell us what, what, what I can be doing for you while we All get right. going. So you hurry off through the corridors, um, and we we have a little montage scene as she yep. rambles away to you, and she says, "King Draylev's troops are coming, uh, along with a group of Titan Lord barbarians with them." I pretended to be a part of their army. They've been moving in undercover with merchants, uh, travellers who are supposed to be passing down to the Rushlight Tournament. Oh, some of them bloody are, hell. Some of them are in the city already. Some of them are close. Really close. Bloody hellfire and damnation. That what comes of having an open kingdom where every bastard can come and go, isn't it? I, I don't know why Australia's attacking you specifically. I... I Assume that he's desperate. Father says he surrendered to the Titan Lord Barbarians, to this uh, uh, Ahmad the Twiceborn that was leading them. Aye, that'll be right. I suppose it was about... Naturally he'd turn up while I'm in charge and everybody's off gallivanting down south. I, I assume he's come to wipe you out to prove his worth to his new masters or something in that effect. I, I know he's always been very jealous of Kaelin's success. I uh, well, if the, it's a mug, the twice born leading them. I imagine Hannes is just. I uh, imagine Aldrelev's just trying to keep his head. He's a nasty piece of work from all. He was a nasty piece of work when he was alive, from all accounts. Uh, I don't imagine death has improved him over much. And as for me, I came to get help to free my father, to free my sister, to get Lillian out of the city. She's she's safe, but. Under martial law, there, and I can't just sit by while Hannah Strayler finishes wrecking our kingdom. I well, that's the sort of thing that um, we could we could normally be doing for uh, you, Lass. I'm sure uh, to uh, the um, there's um, five of us us with a good bit of experience in uh, these sort of matters. You can't. I mean, I'm more the I'm more the um, bashing things down than the sneaking in types, but we've got a few people. We've got some people with some different skills. But um, the fact of the matter is, I might have to be defending the city. I, I she, she waves her hand. I understand. You, you need to look to your own people first. We'll have to sort all of this out in the aftermath. All, all I'm asking for is for you to keep me safe. In the meantime, I mean, your city's about to be overrun. They have a really strong general, uh, a half orc, but they have a Garnack bone picker. He's, he's won all his battles thus far. <laughs> I, well, I'd fancy our chances if and, we... And he seems to get on very well with the Tiger Lord Barbarians. Uh, aye, I'm sure he's just their speed. Still, I don't have the grudge against that uh, fellow that Carolyn does. 
But um, I kind of wish I had Kaelin or Akaros or some of them there, but I guess they'll just... The kingdom will just have to manage with me until they get back. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on you, lass. I'm sure that's what Kaelin would want. And here she is. That's... And, um, if, we can, if we can prevent Elk's rest from getting overrun, Kaelin and the others will be back soon. And I'm sure they'd be willing... I'm sure we can mount up a group to sneak in and see if they can track down your family and Lillian... We owe you for bringing us word of this, and no lie. They've um, gotten their army closer than I'd like as it is, and it's going to be something of a challenge getting our troops ready to go in time. Okay, so... Sorry about throwing you in jail, lass. It's just we're a bit short-staffed at present. Lillian said that... um Kaelin had a really jealous wife, so I'd need to sneak in to see him. Aye. <laughs> it may be just as well that she... It may be just as well that they weren't home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to take point on the Leonardo Anyway, um... So at this point, Corwin runs around trying to find out what the hell is going on, assemble yeah. things, and all the rest of it. Yes, I do actually still have a spy master in the warden, so that's not. To, I mean, obviously, I don't have a general. That's right, the old fellow the spy master. It's a bit of a piss that I don't have a general, but um, yes, with the benefit of hindsight, I should have left slightly more counselors. At all home. right, so you rush around, and then you know, an hour later, have everyone assembled in the war room. Yeah, well, it, it <laughs> helps that there aren't very many of them, so it's not that hard to assemble them. So the old fellow says. Alright, well, now that I know what we're looking for, I've spotted uh, <coughs> I've spotted them. I actually had seen them some time ago, we just didn't know what we were looking at. Uh, they're moving alright, forming up into an army and heading for the city. They're going to overrun us by the they're going to overrun us by the end of the day. There's no way we can get our army in motion in anything like that kind of time, is there? Not any of our armies in motion in anything like that kind of time. I'm afraid not. We will simply have to with the storm as best we can. Aye. Well, we've got some time. Um, yeah, we can get all our armies on... We can send word to all our armies to get on the move and come to our aid. And then we'll just have to um, fight them in the streets and hold out as best we may. Maybe send out some word to the civilians and the like who can move out to get out of range before... The, get out of range before the army hits. The small farmers and the like round our borders. Okay, so what do you have in Elk's Rest at the moment in terms of your garrison armies and that kind of thing? Alright, so let us look at the world as it stands. So I have precisely three armies. I have a centaur army who live in the centaur lands. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? I have um, a Varnhold army and I have um, Keston's bowmen. Yep. Who are both huge size. Yep. Now, to cont- I cannot contain a huge size army in the castle, correct? No, uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I sort of assumed you had an idea where these people were. Okay. It is. If you do not, then we'll need to work it out. I'm pretty sure. I, I know that I have enough buildings to contain them all. Um, I'm pretty certain that where they are is that the Varnhold's army is in the garrison of Varnhold. And the um, Thor and the um, Keston's Bowwinner and the Garrison and Thornwash. So we have no Elks army in Elks Rest specifically because the plan wasn't that we would um, 
have an invasion force that would... Because the thing is, the um, Cornwatch garrison is a day's march from Elksrest, so yeah. via a nice road, so the theory was that was close enough. Okay. I did have the um, kobolds sitting directly in the castle as an emergency army, but alas, I do not have them anymore. Let us go to the army rooms, wherever they are fighting. Castle can hold a large or smaller army. Yeah, so um, at present I have two huge armies and the central army are large, but the theory is I don't need a garrison for them, they're living because they're living yep. in the central lands. Okay. So I have an army in Thornwatch, an army in Varnhold, and an army in the central lands. Okay. So, bad news. Yep. Because of how Cassandra, Cassandra has gotten her message across, um, you do not have a lot of time to organise this. Yeah. Good news. You've actually found out before the city has been attacked, so you can send messages out. Yes. There is nothing Drelev can do to oppose you, sending your fastest runners out to wave arms and say, holy shit, this is what's happening. Slick. At Thornwatch and Vanhold, respectively. Yep. And I want someone to go go alert centaurs as well. This is definitely an all-army yep. situation. With no garrisoned army in Elk's Rest, what you have to defend yourself is basically the handful of watchmen... Um, you know, assorted mercenaries, shop guards, and miscellaneous people you have around. Yeah. I.e. nowhere near enough. Yeah. Um, so you sit down and you run through this, and basically endeavouring to oppose them with all of your forces, merely going to get all your watchmen immediately killed and achieve nothing. Yeah. You, you don't have enough people to throw at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is lengthy debate about this amongst uh, first is kind of by default now the commander of the defense in Washington Elk's Rest yeah. in the absence of your um, general being here yeah. um, and his suggestion is pretty much because there is nothing you can do to stop Drelev's army just moving in um you pre- it's pretty much take everything that's worth hiding and go underground with it. Yeah. And, um, you know, wait for rescue. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? As Corwin and... You are now the pl- you are now the player again, so you are now driving the city's defences. There will be several dozen people putting their oars in here, so... Alright, so, um... It takes a... The thing is, um... It takes a week to get an army active and get them on the march, doesn't it? Correct. So I'm talking about a week a week and a day before Keston's bowmen can come south and help. Correct. Uh, based on Cassandra's information, though, Draylord's army have come to conquer, not to uh, raise. Right. So they haven't come here to kill everyone and burn the city to the ground. They've come here to take the city. Yeah. Which they're going to succeed in doing because we have no way of stopping them. Pretty much, with no, um, with no manner of... Um, Garrison army here, you have nothing to throw at them, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. But the thing is, if I did have a garrison army here at present, it would have been a large-sized one, 
Which means it will probably just have gotten stomped into the ground in any case. Uh, basically, um, you still wouldn't be able to field them as an army because you need to put them all together. Yeah. But you've got a bunch of people here, so they provide you with um, with benefits. Essentially, if you remember the last time, uh, Lake, you got conquered by the zombies. Now, yeah. they were just there to destroy things. Yeah. But you actually can't just raise the city automatically by virtue of wanting to do it. Yeah. Um, so it looks like Dreyliv's army is going to move in and occupy. Yeah. At which point you will have an opportunity to fight them out. Yeah. But there are um, some obvious downsides to that in that they are going to derive some of the benefit of all the lovely defensive stuff that is an Elksrest that they can start using. Yes, that's very true. Um, so it occurs to me: mm-hmm. could we could we leave before they get? Could Corwin and the guard and the um, instead of going underground in the city, could the um, councillors book an endeavour to reunite with Kaelin? Quite certainly. There is nothing. Um, obviously, we have already established that they do not succeed in doing so before. Um, but but there's before the three days, yep. but they could do so after. And then the other question is, could we take the Hodag with us? Um, probably not. No, it's kind of... Because, uh, the, the other, the, on the other hand, they're likely not to be able to use it either. Yeah. Because you need the trainer and the environment that it's accustomed to working in and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit of a bitch because Elk's Rest is going to be the hardest city to take. It's got a shitload of defensive bonuses, and it's going to um, get a lot of people killed um, trying to free it. But it doesn't seem like we really have a choice. So, I, I have several thoughts for you as the GM. Which that would be helpful. To take or ignore or whatever. Yeah, that um, would be helpful. You can start. You can start going guerrilla tactics. Um, put your people, hide your people in the city. Yeah. Um, and keep them up to the minute on information, but um, unable to. Um, escape necessarily, puts them at risk, but gives you useful information and gives you the capacity to start undermining your own defences. Sweet. So basically you you temporarily start sabotaging your own stuff. You'll have yeah. to rebuild it a bits of it again after the fact, which will just be a build point yeah, yes, yeah. essentially. Um, but we'll deny Dreyliv some of this. Yeah. Um, he is not simply going to be able to sweep in and immediately overtake all your defences. It's, you know, he needs to know where all the secret doors are and all this kind of crap before he can actually get all the benefit from it. Sweet. I say Dreyliv, but of course he's not here. Yeah, yeah. Bone Picker is running this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Dreyliv's at the rush light to it. Yeah, and then um, afterwards he's going home. Yeah. He's, oh. he's not risking himself. Yeah, of course he's not. This is that is Dreyliv we're talking about here. Uh-huh. He teleports straight home. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I was wondering what urgent business, given once I knew about the contest, I was wondering about what urgent business, you know, he was going off to do and what sinister plan. He it was called not having his ass kicked by Caelan. Ah, right, I see. He just wanted to get out of my range. Well, what if he was still standing there when Irovini said to you, by the way, Draylor's murdering your first citizens? Shh. Yeah, yeah, that, that, at that point I think Caelan's uh, would legitimately, Caelan would kill him, Caelan would take him hostage and threaten to cut his head off unless the enemy army was the horse. Uh, so basically, that will put your councillors at risk. Yeah. Um, and cost you, because you'll be undermining bits of your own city. Yeah. Uh, alternately, you can take the councillors out of here. There is nothing Dreyliv can do to stop you doing so. Yeah. Um, at which point, they will be perfectly safe. Yeah. Um, but you are removing what force remains within the city. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, given those options... 
call and votes to stay behind. And I'm perfectly happy for you to con- concoct other schemes and plans. That's merely what I have. In no, mind. that 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 seems like um, Corwin wants to stay and try and sabotage bits of the city, not without moaning a bit about the cost. But that seems like both the um, a, a virtuous thing to do and the plan which has the chance of getting him killed, which is thus the one he's got heroically, which is thus the one he's going to opt for. Um, nice. However, um, he is opening up the field if either First or the Old Beldame want a book, and also if they do, if um, Cassandra? Cassandra, yes. Cassandra wants to go with them. Um, I actually think they'd be. Yeah, Cassandra doesn't want to stay here. Yeah. Um, she will probably go with the. Um, like, you'd be evacuating a group of women and children out to. Um, uh, thorn watch and things, I would yeah. imagine. You know, fun fact: I explicitly decreed that we took the ki- all the kids, including Tobias, with us. Yeah, that seems like a really smart move, right about now. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I was watching with interest as you assembled your list of who's staying and who's going. Going. Hmm. I wish I'd left Akros, but um, as he doesn't have an army, there's um. Yep. Yeah, okay. So Cassandra can go out with it. Cassandra can go out with him and hook up with Kate. Kaelin, and that will give Kaelin information on what's been happening here. And um, I'm assuming the old Bell Damon first will be okay to stay with Corwin and melt, melt the sabotage. Yeah. Um, the old Bell Dame is, is not going to be going in directly... Well, actually, what am I saying? She'd actually be very good at going in directly burning buildings down. But yeah. She's not going to go and murder soldiers in combat. No. Um, and first, basically, unless he gets explicit orders to leave says that his duty is to protect that which matters most, of course. Sweet. So, yes. So, we have planned sabotage and planned send messages and get the civilians out. So, Corwin's orders regarding the armies are for all three armies to activate as quickly as possible and march directly on Elk's Rest as fast as may be. Yeah. And, um, you know, they can meet Kaelin on the road, given that they're almost certainly not going to beat him back. And, um... The um and then he won't be in charge of the armies, which is a considerable relief to Corwin. Yeah. And um yes, the um he puts out, you know, he sends out some quiet word to get some civilians out, but doesn't suggest a mass evacuation with the corresponding panic because there's no way we can get all the people else rest before the army descends upon us. And it will no doubt occur to probably the old Bell Dame rather than Corwin at some point um, that. The next day, Corwin could prepare a sending spell and send it to Caelan to tell him this. Uh, which he almost certainly will, but that will, of course, actually align with the timeline, which is shortly after Caelan's just found out this is happening anyway. Yep. So it fails, part of the compellers, it fails to provide you with any useful information other than this is what's actually happening. Yep. Okay, and... <coughs> Uh, we yeah, because the theory being that three days earlier Corwin does kingdom business, and a day before yeah. this is happening, it's now two days before. It's one day before the end of the tournament that he actually gets the word. Right? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. and thus the next day the tournament ends. Yeah, and Caleb will get the word, and Corwin will because Corwin is not exactly captain strategy. He spends the first the first day organizing, and then yeah. he goes, "Oh, right, yeah, I can tell Caleb." Yeah. But in all fairness, like, what's Kaelin going to do about it? He's well, not going to teleport back here. Well, also, um, Corwin doesn't routinely prepare spending, yes. and he can't revoke the laws of magic. You know, and um, he's not... He does actually need to spend the day fulfilling his duties as temporary ruler, not fucking off to the magic shop looking for sending scrolls. Okay, and... 
And yes, as you say, Caelan is not going to be startlingly more useful than Corwin without it. Both of them kind of need an army. So I believe we will just just montage this then. Yep. Um, Corwin, because Draylev's people are here already, you want to send this word out quietly. So we see, you know, night falls, the group of children, ch- women and children sneaking out the back, led by a couple of the watchmen into the fields, heading out. We see the fa- the centaurs that you've got around being the, doing the fastest runners to run messages out, etc., etc. Um, and then the next day we see Corwin, Caitlin, you know, ah, lad, they're coming. Drelev's made a bloody sneak attack on our city and blah, 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 blah. And then outside in the courtyards we see, shing, as a bunch of merchants start pulling out swords, um, overwhelming some of your initial defences and opening the gates to the large army of Tiger Lord barbarians that are coming rolling in. Um, Drelev's army appears to consist of a bunch of his people and several dozen units of Tiger Lord Barbarians as well. And they sweep in and overrun your city in the montage, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we see them overwhelming the defensive posts. We see... Um, so K- K- Corwin obviously can't get word to all the guards, but he will have quietly let the people in the castle know. Yeah. The guards in the castle know too. You know, some of them can come underground, some of them yeah. go out. There's not going to be no resistance, but he's going to yeah. make it clear that he doesn't want a bloody defense of the castle people, the last man against the, you know, overwhelming horde. People who get caught are pretty much just surrendering. You know, Sweet. your watchman that's on the watch post just kind of goes, yeah, yeah. drops his weapon, puts his yeah, hand I mean, up. There's 40 of them and one of me. Yeah. I might kill one of them, but th- that's, that's not, not going to change the glorious defense of the city. Yeah. And Elk's wrist falls to Hannah Strelev. Yeah. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we are going to montage through some time. Yep. Uh, what Corwin will learn is that um, Drelev's army comes in, and indeed, as Cassandra said, they are here to occupy. Um, many of your citizens will get slapped round because Drelev runs on martial law. Yeah. But he is not hauling dissidents out and executing them in the street or anything, because it's not like there's been time to form an organised resistance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's always got to be Corwin, doesn't it? Uh, Corwin gets a gather information check here. Yeah. Well, I was kind of hoping I could use the old Valdeim as my spy master. Uh, yeah, by all means. I will walk it to Because, uh, what, I don't know what a gathered information is, but Corwin's is minus two, so it's almost by definition better, even if it's a flat nothing. Hers is zero! That's better than a minus two. Go for it. What do you want? I live in a swamp. Uh, she gets an eight. Yeah. Which so is better than a six, I will point out. She hears about people moving around. Um, they're definitely looking for prominent members of your children, of your kingdom. Yeah. Uh, but happily, most of them are the Rustalite tournament and the rest are hiding. Yes, indeed they are. Uh, you will hear they are looking for... Uh, this is how Australia... So they are not actually looking for Tobias, they are looking for Brandon and Micah. Right, yep. Because Draylev totally wouldn't save his own bastard, so he doesn't see why you would. Yep. Kaelin is angry. He may not be here, but he's angry. Um... And then we, um, 
Dennis's call him first the old Bell Dame and a couple of miscellaneous guards and watchmen and things sneaking around the city trying to basically undermine the defences wherever you can. Lord, I wish I'd left Michaela. (laughs) What we will see here is Corwin actually doing stone shaping and trying to bend holes in the walls. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, First is openly attacking guards and fighting people. Yeah. And the old Beldame sets things on fire and melts them with acid and that kind of thing. Yeah, she does actually seem pretty useful. Okay, and going through this, because you have elected to put them at risk. Yep. Um... Okay. Uh, so, for Corwin, yep. can you roll me a d20 and add his level to it? Which is 10, I believe. Yes. Me. 20. Okay. Uh, the old Beldane. So, sorry, let me write these down. Where are you, old Berlin? Why must you hide in your cabin in the woods? Uh, Rolls Ned six to this. Eighteen. And first rolls Ned eight. to sneak around, um, you have managed to do mo- moderate amounts of damage to the fortifications, and whilst you have, all three of you have been attacked and lost hit points and that sort of thing, none of you have come close to dying. Do you want to continue? Hmm. So is the conception we can keep doing damage but each round is going to be increasingly risky? Uh, essentially, um, you're running the risk of getting one or all of these people killed. Uh, I'm going to call for one more pass. I think one more pass. Okay, same again. Call one. Uh, get to 16. Okay. Build in. Uh... Gets um, adding her level of six, yep. so thirteen. And first, uh, seventeen. Okay. All right. And so we see them sneaking around, um, undermining stone stat, or bringing down stone fortifications and that sort of thing. Sneaking, sneaking into the throne room to remove various key documents and things before Garnet Bone picking his hands on them. Um, I think, um, given Corwin's capacity for sneaking, I think what we're actually seeing from his perspective is um, people who should be guarding places that he's going into panic and run out screaming <laughs> in terror, and by the time he comes, they come back, he's gone. <laughs> I come to need by cries of "Is your time up?" <laughs> and. We see them 
around the castle, undermining some of the castle defences, because that's where some of your serious stuff has come from. And then there is the bugle behind them, and we see a large group of people led by Garnack Bonepicker, who draws his orcish double axe and smiles cruelly. And then we cut away, hand me back corn. Okay. Hmm? So you're not going to tell me what's happened to them? Does Caelan know? No, no, he does not. Alright. Uh, and do you have your calendar there? Yes. Okay, just to... Because we're jumping back and forward in time, so... Yeah. Keep track of where we are. Okay, so... When are you for the end of the day... Day four, effectively, of the rush light tournament. The rush light tournament oh, yeah. is over, so, it's the next day. So day um, day five was um, the caster's ball, so yep. day six was the second day of the tournament, day seven was the third, yep. so the morning after the end of the tournament is day eight. Yep. So that's where we left Kaylin getting the briefing from Drelev at dawn. Okay, and then getting briefing from Erevetti at dawn. Yeah, sorry, Erevetti at dawn, and then um, receiving a sending spell from Corrin shortly thereafter. Yep. And then we cut back to Kalen. Yep. Um, so what's his plan? All haste for Elk's Rest? Um, he's going to head north. Yeah. But, All um, haste around Elk's Rest? Yeah. The, um, I would imagine as he, get, as he gets word of... as he gets co- His initial plan just from Ravetti is head yep. for Elk's Rest. His plan, once he gets Corwin's word, because he knows where his armies are, is to detour around Elk's Rest and head for Thornwatch. Because he knows very well that the army is going to take Zelf's rest, he can't possibly get... He he can show up, and he can personally kill a whole bunch of guys, and then he can be captured. Or he can go round and hook up with the first army and head to retake Elk's rest. Yep. Is the, um... Yep. And he is not particularly concerned about getting ambushed by an army along the way. You're just not going to miss a thousand people coming to attack Caelan. Yep. It also gives us the opportunity, because, you know, right now our party includes a great many civilians, to stash our vulnerable people in the, um, in Thornwatch and take the army down with the more beefy type. Yep. Uh, and you have not had another communique from Corwin since the initial one to say Draylor's attacking, blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, then we have, we have, we have... Many, many things to keep track of here. Okay. Uh, what is the defense value of Elk's Rest? Um. What I need is a um, besieging tunnel that only I know about, or if I can take one of my own cities back. Well, the thing is, you doubtlessly have such a thing. You just don't have um, enough to a big enough one to bring an army through. Yeah, normally it's twelve. Okay. Altruist is going to be a bitch to take. My plan was actually to defend it, not to um, retake it. Okay, so and Kalen's going to hook up with his army and then come back again. That um, that um, is my plan yep. because um, I don't think that. I mean, if there's some stuff Kalen can do personally, not really. No. Mm-hmm. The num- again, he could go in, kill a bunch of people, and get slaughtered. But yeah. that wouldn't actually help. No. Uh, can I have the map of? Um, um, okay, this is page one. No, sorry, the kingdom map. I'm working oh. out how long it's going to take your army to get to X, Y, and Z. Okay, so um, these 
Um, I can get you to work it out if you prefer, but... Um, no, that's quite all right. I merely, uh, I merely have quite a lot of paperwork, yes. <laughs> that's uh, nice and easy. So, um, where Caelan currently is? Yep. Four days after that, Thornwatch's army will be ready. Yep. A day after that, Vanhold's army will be ready. A day after that, the Centaurs will be ready. Okay. At which point you're down to their respective speeds to move them. Yeah, so the Centaur army is incredibly quick because of being Centaurs. Yep. So their move speed is... Th- oh, they're actually only a bit quicker than the Vanhold army whose speed is two. Okay, so um, let me um, have some relative information because it might make a difference. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to leave the city in other people's hands for extra days, but um, it might make a difference. So it is... So on the... It is currently the... Um, the eighth of Neth, so in four days up so on the twelfth, um Thorn Watch will be ready to march. Yep. Um on the thirteenth Van. Yep. And on the fourteenth Centaurs. Yep. Alright, so um how many days will it take Van and the Centaurs to get how many days will it take Thornwatch, Van and the Centaurs to get to um Elk's Rest? Uh, their speed is how many hexes they can move in a day. Right, okay. So um So, one, two, three, so, one is... The speed is not often terribly important, but this... So, one, two, three, four, oh, that's quite a long walk, five, six. Does it make difference that they're walking on, that they're marching on roads? Uh, that should make yes, them faster. I think so. But I can't remember how roads work. Where we're going, we don't usually need roads. That's the kingdom building rules that there may not be what you need. Mass combat! Ten trillion rule sets needed. Roads, 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 roads. Right, doubles your overland travel speed. Right, so that means so. that your effective speed is four and um, four for the humans and um, six for the centaurs. Because are there roads straight from A to B? Are there? There are roads straight from all of my places to all of my other places. At which point you can then move everyone back another day because your messengers get there faster as well. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, um, technically, there is there are roads to as far as um, far, onto the edge of central grounds. Not all the yeah. That's yeah. Okay, sweet. So that's um, and then it takes um, all right. So that is. Watch gets there on the 12th. Uh, Vaughn still has a long way to walk, but one, two, three, four. It's one, one, two, three, four. It's two, one, two, 
that's three days, so they could make it on the 15th. And then the centaurs, one, two, three, four, five, six. Two, three, four, five. Okay, so um, my conclusions based on my army math yeah. is that um, the Thornwatch is ready on the 11th, Van on the 12th, the Centaur's on the 13th, yeah. um, at which point... Um, and Kaelin becomes well aware of this because messengers run ahead of the army to bring word to you. Yeah, and then um, Thornwatch can um, be down at Elks... The, the um, Keston's Bowman, my biggest army, can be down at an Elks Rest to besiege it in, on the 12th. Yep. Um, if I want to wait for all three armies, both Van and the Centaurs will make it by the 15th. Yep. Because um, while the Centaurs have further to run, they are so much faster. It makes up the difference. Okay, so how many days have Draylon's boys got to play before armies start showing up knocking at the door? Um, d- the earliest anyone can be there who isn't an individual man or one as lonesome to die is the yep. 12th. Yep. And then, that, um, that, sorry, that's how many days from... Um, that day? is... Um, Morning of the 8th to morning of the 12th. One, two, three... Um, so counting the 8th as a day. Yep. One, two, three, four, four. Because the morning of the 12th, people get there. Okay, so they get four free shots at your um, defences then. Yeah. Not, they're not actually trying to knock them down because they don't want to undermine They want to use them, but they're trying to take them, essentially. Yeah. Uh, your defences will then be lowered to reflect the sabotage, but that doesn't make it easier for them to take them because your guys are not um, sabotaging it in the sense of we're making the internal gates really easy to access and yeah. stuff. Okay, and then... Um, so my choice is, do I take Keston's Bowman down on the 12th, yep. or do I wait for the 15th when all three armies could attack? Uh, I am about to make my four checks, and cool. then you'll get the capacity to learn what they're doing. Sweet, okay. Sounds good. You You do your thing. Okay, and then you get a stability check for your kingdom. Okay. This is how accurate your spies are working, etc., etc. Yeah. Let me just um, find my control DC and stability. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And don't, don't worry about endeavouring to reflect the fact you haven't got access to some of the stuff. Um. Being needlessly complex. It's a fail. I'm just trying to decide if it's worth re-rolling it. Okay, so what happens from that is um, Kalen comes up looking for his army. You all right with this sort of being montaged through? Yeah. Okay. The Keston's bowmen come down and intercept Kalen. Yeah. And are now kind of lurking around a little way away from the city, watching it through spyglasses and things, trying to work out what's going on. Um, you don't see hordes of people being dragged out and hung or anything like that. You see troops moving around within the city who are obviously foreign troops. Uh, a couple of people will slip out past the walls to bring word to you. Their grip on the city is not so tight that people can't escape, period. It's merely that most people don't escape. Uh, you do not receive any stunningly useful information from this. Troops are there. They're seizing your fortifications. All right. Um, I think, on the whole... Kaelin is going to attack with the bowmen as opposed to waiting on the basis that the longer we give them to get settled in, the harder it will be, in spite of the fact that three armies is much more useful than one. Yep. That, um, that fighting an army that's got auto-wide defensive fortification is going to be much worse than fighting an army that hasn't. Okay. That is going to be pretty risky, but I, it's the best call I can make at this time. Oh, and I can... Um 
give you the armor you were looking at because Cassandra actually knows this, so she can give it to you as straight information. I just need. Oh, to okay. Well, let me hear that then, because that may change my decision. Yeah. Uh, that is a gargantuan army, so they are a thousand men strong. Oof. Ish. That's massive. Yes. So that's the size up from... Is that the next size category up from huge? Uh, oh, sorry. Nope, my apologies. They are a huge army. They are 500 men big. Okay, that's that's a tremendous relief. Okay. So they're the same size at the moment. Uh, there were more of them, but... Um, uh, Cassandra will, in fact, tell you there were more of them, but Drelev's actually kept some troops in his so, own city, yeah. as opposed to abandoning it entirely. And that is Drelev's army plus the Tiger Lord barbarians? Co- correct. Essentially... For the larger, the, the majority of their army is made up of Drelev's troops, at which point they're not deriving any particularly special abilities, because as far as she knows, they are just militiamen, warriors, or fighters. So Kaelin's hooked back up with Cassandra at this point, right? Yep. So he has her briefing, if yep. not what Corwin got up to since. Yep. So um, he would ask her, Was Armag- does she know if Armag the Twiceborn is out with them fighting, or is Garnak Bonepicker running the show? She... As, as far as I know, Garnet Bonepick is in charge of this army. Uh, Marg swept some swept swept Dreadlid's armies aside, and he has units he he has units of his own of Tiger Lord barbarians up in Dreadlid's land. But I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what was happening outside of Fort Dreadlid. Just what happened to my father? I know he's not with them though. He took several of the he took several of the noble daughters, my sister among them, and swept off elsewhere. I so Amag is she's she's definitely sure Amag is not here, and as far as she's aware, he's also not in Fort Drelev. Right. He's come in, attacked Fort Drelev, as part of the terms of surrender, has taken a bunch of hostages, mostly in the ilk of noble wives and daughters, and then has departed again, leaving right. Fort Drelev under Hannah Drelev's control. Yeah. Presumably with several Tiger Lord barbarians and that's still running around in the city. Yeah. Uh, and all this has happened relatively quietly, surprisingly. Yep. And recently, too. Yep. These are events that have taken place um, shortly before the Rushlight Tournament. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be pitting one huge army against another huge army. Yep. Um, if I decide to go in... As many days again as they've had. Yeah, no, we've got to get we've got to get in there. Um, yes, I'm sending I'm sending Kirsten's bowman in. Okay. And given the circumstances, um, Kaelin and um, Kaelin Akaros will be fighting yeah, alongside. Yeah, so Kirsten looks very serious as he briefs you on where his troops are. And yes, we've got everyone assembled. We're ready to go. We're ready to go at a moment's notice. You give the word, Your Majesty. We'll take back Elf's rest. I will get. We'll we'll do that thing. We um, va, um, the Vanley Vanley the um what are they called the Van Vanhold army and the Centaurs are on the um, are on their way. But um, we can, I don't think we can wait for them. If they um, 
if they get into the castle and get that um, get it up against us, they'll be able to hold it against a much larger na- uh, number. If we go in quick, hopefully the defences have held out. All right. Army combat time. Army combat time. Okay. I'm going to need the army combat rules, I suspect, or... Um, no, I don't normally fight with them, do I? No, that's right, I'll just... Um, Depends on if you want them. No, that's okay. Okay, so you've got Kirsten's Bowman in front of you? I do have Kirsten's Bowman in front of me. Okay, so you... Basically, they begin attacking the city. Yep. Um, and the first thing that happens here is a morale check for the tactics of the two various armies. Yep. Um, can you just tell me, what does sniper support give me as a tactic? Uh, good question... Uh, you must have range capacity to use this, which yep. I assume you have. Uh, every round you successfully damage an army with offense, you inflict an additional two points of damage from archers held in reserve. Sweet. So you don't get a bonus to hit them, but when you do hit them, you deal extra damage. Cool. Works for me. Okay. Roll relative. That's probably Garnet Bone pick his troops. Seem pretty happy. Um, so... Um, that's a, um, is that a, that's a... That's an army morale check. So that's the charisma bonus of the... That, that's the morale of the army, yep. Uh, oh, right, the army has a morale bonus. Yep, so it's 15. Kirsten has a lot of trust in his people who have been through some stuff with him. But Garnet Bonepicker's troops seem very happy because, you know, they're occupying the city that they came to occupy. Yeah, yes. Uh, so they win morale, you are forced to pick your tactic, to clear your tactic first. Okay, um... Uh, we don't know what we're walking into here. We are going for neutral. No plus. I believe that's the no plus. No, yeah, plus no, nothing. Plus nothing. Yeah. Uh, and they will go aggressive, relying on their fortifications to defend them. Yep. Okay. At which point you both make offense checks against each other. Yep. So except that I have bows. Does he have bows? No, he does not. Then I get an offense check in which he can do nothing. Again, it's one of those things. They have several bowmen and yeah. will fire several arrows at you as you stand outside and snipe them. Yeah. Um, but not enough to justify it on an army combat level. Yeah. So I believe I make it. I just make a regular attack Correct. with my offensive modifier. You get a free shot at them. Yeah. On the table. And Miss Clean. Yep. You are decued as a dice for me. And then you get a regulation human brand attack at them. Yes. Which is hopefully going to be a bit less sucky. No, it is not going to be a bit less sucky. 13. Okay, so you open fire on them with your arrows, and they duck down behind Stagthorn's own watchtowers and castle yep. walls and things, yes. and manage to uh, evade this. Yep. And then they get an attack on me. At which point, now you're clashing and trying to climb up army walls, uh, yep. castle walls and that sort of thing, as they stabs at you. Uh, they stabs at you for... They are going aggro... 19. Uh, that will... Oh, my apologies, am I doing that one? Yeah, 19. Um, so that will just hit. Yep. It um, exceeds the defense value by one. And deals the difference in damage. Yep, so... Um, we are very lightly grazed. Yeah, they push the assault back a bit. Uh, and at this point, you get a morale check to read how they're going. Yep. Which is a flat DC as opposed to an opposed one. Uh, it's a nine. Okay, clearly they're benefiting from Stagfall's defences, but you haven't penetrated enough for me to give you a number. Oh, yeah, yep. All right. Uh, and you will, however, notice that one of the watchtowers starts falling down. Sweet. <laughs> as if someone has been sabotaging it. 
Okay, and we will roll again. Yep. So, oh, tactics change first. Yep. So, morale checks to decide who... Correct. Got that bone pick is confident. Uh, that's an 18. He's not that confident. Okay, um, we so, get to... What are they doing? Uh, he will stay where he is, aggressive. Okay, um, I think, um, we're going to stay on neutral at this point. Okay. We've got quite a lot of defence. Alright, and we will take a swing. Alright. Alright, and 15 will presumably miss. Uh, uh, yes it will. Yep. Uh, and the one is going to be walloping 26. Yep, so we take 6 points of damage. Yep. Okay. Yep. Continue? Yep. Uh, do you want to change your tactics at all? Uh, yes. I, um, I want to, um, go defensive at this point. Okay. So at that point we'll do the morale checks to see who goes picks first. Uh, 19. That will be Garnak again, because he's on fire. Yep. Uh, so you pick defensive. Yep. He will go to reckless. Okay. Then I'm glad we went defensive. Oh, cool. Cautious, I assume you're going plus two, minus two. Plus two, minus two, yep. Yeah, he's now plus four, minus four. Yep. Okay, and we will miss again. And he will... 19. Uh, will miss us. Yep. As we're turtled up. Yep. At which point we're going to stay with defensive for the time being. He will stay reckless, we don't need to bother with that. Yep. Alright, um... That's a 22. And his is less than 19, so he yep. won't be getting anywhere with that. Uh, 22, you will hit. Uh, yes, because their thing has dropped through the floor, so... That. 22, you say? Yep. Uh, and at this push, Keston's army manages to slightly overrun one of the positions and slaughter a bunch of them. Yep. That kind of thing. Uh, you get another morale check. Uh, that is a 16. Okay. At which point uh, you will work out that they have taken about three points worth of defense from what they've got available to them. Sweet. Uh, of which they've then lost one of them to sabotage. Sweet. So, so that's they not... are on a net plus two over and above whatever else they're getting. Sweet. So that's living not... in Elk's Rest. That's not particularly startling. That's Correct. not a very large percentage. Yep. Okay, so that, that heartens the troops. Yep. Did you add the extra plus two for the sniper support? No, I did not. Please do. Yep. Okay. Uh, and their army is looking a little bit chopped up. Yep. That nasty, nasty offense. Sweet. Hmm? Alright, and um, we're staying with Cautious. Yep. We've got an army that's going huge aggro against us. Reckless! They're staying with Reckless? Yep. Sweet. Alex convinced he's got a fly out here. Okay. 22 Uh, that um, that will hit us so we're on 20 so we take 2 points of damage yep and um, a uh, 17 Uh, we'll just hit them yep at which point we get the extra cipher support too Uh, yes very nice yep Yep. Kirsten's got a plan and a brain yep (laughs) Uh, at which point, um, morale checks? Yep. Uh, 15. 
Sticking with the same tactic or changing? Uh, sticking with the same tactic at this point. Okay. Uh, Garnak will drop down to aggressive. Okay. Sick of getting snipered. Yep. Mm-hmm. Again? Yep. Garnak, you failure. Uh, that's a 16, uh, sorry, 14 hit, so that will presumably miss. That will indeed miss, as will he. Okay, and um, at this point, Keston's going to respond to Garnak's aggressive by pushing back up to normal. Get morale checks then. Yep. Uh, and I would I get 21. Yeah, so. he declares first, sticks with what he's going with, he doesn't see you changing. Yep, and Keston pushes back up to normal and hopes for a good roll. Yep. Which will be nasty if Garnak gets a really good thing, but... And Keston will flat miss the last. As will he. Cool. Okay, Keston sticks with the tactic. Yep. Ooh, that was a nice roll. Go away, guy. Different dice. Yep. So that was a 23. Okay. Yes, flat 23, because he doesn't have to take a minus 2 now. 23. A reasonably large chunk of his army is now being chopped into bits. Excellent. Uh, and on Garnak's last run, he massively overextends himself, rolls a 1 on his attack, and moves his army out of a good position. So gets no attack next turn. Excellent. Uh, but he may not be in it next turn. Ah, right. Uh, Alright, he needs to make a morale check to avoid his army routing. Sweet! That's a positive uh, Which try. he does. He is a good, solid commander. Yep. Um, so they are now at twist 25. But you, you see some a couple of them panic and start to run. Yep. Uh, they're now at 25% of their hit points or less. Okay. Um, and then I get the next round attack. Uh, correct. Unless... Um, Oh, Garnet can decide to withdraw if he wants at this point. Well, he can of course do that at any point, but he might be more motivated at this point. No, it's it's Garnet Brown Picker. He's not going to. Um, He's not going to pussy out. There is a brief interlude in the fighting as their side starts waving um, truce flags, essentially. Sorry, uh, sorry, parley flags. Parley flags. Truce yeah. flags. Yeah. So the um. We, we pause in the fighting in the army, you know, people pick up their wounded and we, ha- we have an intercession where people get their jet bats ready. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I, given that Kay- I've declared Kaelin is fighting in this one, I would like to lead out with him. Yep. Just fine. Uh, so I would be, it would be him, Keston, Akaros, and um, I'm going to say Bryn at this point. Yeah, and this would be very much, I think, um, at the city gates with the portcullis down between you. Yeah. Um, so, Kaelin on the outside of his own city. Yeah. Garnak Bonepicker on the inside of his own city. Yeah. Um, and here is Garnak. He sort of rolls up, looking swaggeringly arrogant. Kaelin, you pissant. Not the way I wanted this to go. Told you you should have hired me on. We could be, we could have been crushing Fort Draylev right now. A couple of his troops sort of looks like so. He's put a sock in it! <laughs> well, you're the one that waved the white flag, Garnet. What have you got to say? Hell, I'm completely prepared to keep wiping out your army here, but you and me, 
We got a pers- we got a little personal beef to settle here. Prove who the better who the better orc truly is, that sort of thing. Now I know you've got no interest in having your ass kicked by me and getting killed in front of all your troops, but the thing is they got a couple of your sneaky people around. Pricks thought they'd go around and undermine the defences of my new city. They got a dwarf, this broken golem thing, and an old crippled woman. Like that's the best you had to throw at me. Now you keep attacking. I'll just have to have their throat slit one by one. Is that really the way you want to play this? You can't take it. You, you can't take me man to man, army to army. You're gonna you're gonna wuss out and threaten. You're gonna take hostages and threaten them. I didn't see you as that kind of man. Now, if you want, now if you want to fight, if you want to fight me man to man. Settle this personal way. Uh, uh, I'm all for that. Hey, but I don't see you as the kind of man that needs the, needs to sort of through folks to keep order. It's about winning. I I can see it would be. Now you got a couple of options here. You want your people? You can fight me for them, or you can take your troops and back off, and we'll deal with this business like, and I'll sell them to you ransom like. No, I'm good to fight you for them. Or you can keep your army pressing in, and we'll see if they make it out the other side. So, uh, since motive check from Kaelin for starters. Yes, this is good. Um, people love restrain Kaelin slightly as he moves to immediately fight Garnet for and pick it right then. Okay, 13. Okay, so... Uh, first off, what, what he is offering you are three choices, effectively... Uh, he's got. He says he's got them hostage. Yep. He hasn't bought them out here. Yep. Um, nonetheless, Caitlin thinks that he's telling the truth. Yep. In some fashion. Yep. He might have already slapped them round or hurt them badly or something in that neighbourhood. I'm a bit suspicious um, about that broken golem. For thing. reasons of either that or his own safety, he doesn't want to parade them out here in front of you. Yep. Um, among other things, Corwin is exceptionally dangerous. Yeah, yeah, I mean, on how they have contained him. Yeah, yeah. The um, if they if the if being in touching range of Corwin isn't something that you actually want to do, particularly if he's pissed. Um, so your options are: you can keep attacking with your army, at yeah. which point we will fight this until it is resolved one way or the other. Yeah. Um, Garnet Bonepicker risks getting killed, captured, <laughs> killed or captured in that. Um, yeah. Thing. He basically gets a percentage roll of killed, captured, or escapes. Yeah. Um, uh, your people will also get the same roll. Yeah. Because he will give orders for them to be killed, but that doesn't mean it will actually necessarily happen. Yeah. Before you overrun them, you're merely putting them on the line at that. Yeah. Um, none of them have been killed in the fighting to capture them. Your rolls were not. Your roll. Your second set of rolls were poor enough that they all got caught, but they weren't quite enough failures that they all got killed. Sweet. Um, so that's one option keep fighting with your army yep. uh, second <coughs> second one is end the battle back off and get your people back via ransom yep. um, which gives you more time to bring your army in it gives him more time to recover and take defences defences yep. and more time for Draylev to do whatever else he might be doing and that sort of thing yep. uh, or you can slug it out with Garnak Bonepicker in a personal duel which has nothing to do with how the army will resolve. Um, 
Palin will actually pick this up because Garnack is pretty blatant about his intentions. Um, he personally wants to kick your ass to prove his sheer orcish manliness. Yeah. Um, this is not something that, that it's not a plan that necessarily benefits him. He's not stupid, he's just egotistical. Yeah. And he strongly believes in his own superiority because you're a pansy compared to him because he's a half-orc, whereas you're a half-human. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's his point of distinction here. Um, Kaelin actually gets more of this again. Uh, this is not what he has been ordered to do. <laughs> um, He's come out with plans, slit the hostages' throats, but he doesn't actually like it. Yeah, you that's, know, that's what he was told to do. So that's what him. he's he's been ordered to do. Yeah, is if push comes to shove, start executing their people. Yeah. in an effort to break their morale and that kind of thing. This is coming down presumably from Draylev. It could be from Amag. Yeah, but one or the other has given him orders to basically um, start murdering the women and children. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is actually um, very much against... Chief Slutska will be able to tell you is very much against the religious tenets of Gorham. Win is one thing. Um, murder helpless people that can't possibly fight back is another. Yeah. If you need to, to win, Gorham's okay with that. But yeah. it's not... It shouldn't be your first stop. And it also shouldn't be something you do instead of fighting. Yes. Because that's the sissy route. Yeah, that people worthy of Gorham would be able to solve the problem by more ass-kicking as opposed to resorting to sissy methods. I mean, if they get killed in the course of your bloody glorious fighting, that's one thing. But killing them uh, to avoid having the fight is clearly... He's a little more careful about his language than you might expect from him, because what he offers is to fight you for one of them. Right. At which point, if you fight if you fight him and die, then Caelan is dead. Yeah. If you fight him and win, then you're very confident he will return one of the hostages, or his people will return one of the hostages too, because he will probably be dead. Yeah. Uh, at which point, they will also be deprived of their commander. Yeah. So you are not fighting personally for all the marbles here, you are merely fighting for one of them. Okay. And, of course, that risks Kaelin, which the arm combat otherwise does not. Yes. Um, Kaelin's prepared to fight for the hostages. Yep. He's less interested in fighting for one of the hostages. And he will actually put it to... Um, put it to um, Garnak that this is a bad deal. You know, it, he could, it, it, in either plan, he has a better chance of getting the hostages back alive than if he fights a mark, than if he fights Garnak. And basically, he wants Garnack to sweeten the pot and put them all on the line. Uh, that's not my read of it. My um, read is that gives you one for certain and two maybes, as opposed to three maybes. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, alright. It's it's still not a great deal, but... Um, yeah, alright. Just ensuring the player is understanding what's yeah. been offered. Yeah, it's just a question of... Um, yeah, no, Kaelin's prepared to fight him. For, no, at that point, Kaelin is prepared to fight him for that deal. Alright, so there's some hasty negotiation here, and it basically boils down to we're gonna, everyone but Kaelin and Garnak are gonna back up, you know, several several dozen feet. Yeah. We're gonna open the portcullis. If Garnak endeavours to go out there, you can start shooting at him. If Kaelin endeavours to come in here, we're gonna start shooting at him. Yeah. Um,. And, of course, you know, Garnak has second-in-commands who will take over the army. Naturally. He won't get the benefit from it. Okay, so you're prepared for that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Garnak will spin on his hand and stick it through the portcullis. And Caitlin will do likewise. 
Alright. Let's settle this like men. Aye. Let's settle this like orcs. And Caelan will res- actually re- res- respond with um, Ka in orcish. Alright. Okay, so you want to fight Garnak Bonepicker. I do want to fight Garnak Bonepicker. Kaelin may not have picked this because this was the best tactical strategy of his options. Kaelin may have picked this because he really wants to fight Garnak Bonepicker. Okay, you may assume that Kaelin is back at full health at this point. Yep. Uh, you can also respec his feats to... Um, yes, thank you. Uh, whatever pleases you, but not for a personal one-on-one a duel. Because you didn't know you were going to do this. Um, so... Possibly just back to your default loadout. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm. I'm merely trying to remember what my default loadout was because I have weapon focus mace. Because the last thing I did when yeah. I was screwing around was fight. Um, so when I actually re- so I have Greg Cleave power attack and cleave. Yep. And um, what's the first tier one of ride by mounted, attack? Mounted combat. No, I, I have that automatically. Ride by attack and spurted charge. It's ride by attack is the second one up. I think. Can't remember. We'll need to use the player's handbook. Yes, I know it's offensive, but I don't know my mounted combat feats off the top of my head. Did I say anything of the kind? It was the way you didn't say it. <laughs> uh, well, I'll endeavor to be completely quiet and offensive and quieter and more A spirited charge requires ride by attack. That's what I thought. Cool. So, um, and one rank and ride. Thank you, pointless prerequisites. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, um, Kaelin's loadout is right by attack, power attack, cleave, and break cleave. Okay. Which is actually of limited use in a personal combat with one guy. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it didn't get the briefing. Alright, um, I better note down army hit points. Kaelin hit points. Right, <laughs> and who are you asking for? They will bring them out. Interesting. I'm not going to ask for Corwin. They won't. T- they won't turn them over, but they will bring them out and get, keep them over there. Um. I will ask for the old bell dame. As um, Kaelin doesn't want to ask for Corwin because he thinks Corwin would rather um take his chances. Yep. Um, which is a very big deal for Kaelin because he's promised not to bring Corwin back if Corwin dies. Yep. Okay. Uh, but Kaelin's Cor- respecting Corwin's wishes, at which point, given the choice of two civilians, Kaelin is going to pick the woman. It's a two civilianist people, Kaelin is going to pick the woman because he has no better metric of deciding. Uh, at which point, you get a quick sense motive check. Uh, that is a 17. Okay, so. Garnak seems happy enough with this. Um. And, you know, there's more time as he places some orders, people go off. Uh, they bring the old Beldame up. Um, they will sort of bring her vaguely close enough that you can see she is breathing, but deliberately unconscious. Uh, because they don't want to wake the spellcaster up, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Um, and Garnak seems pretty on board with this, you know, because A, he would probably... Um, you know, prefer you took the old woman out first and then, then slit her throat kind of thing. Uh, but B, there's some underlying satisfaction in there and 
You think he actually has orders regarding first specifically? Ah, right, okay. Like, he still, he wants to keep an eye on first because he's got orders to deliver him to Pytax or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He has yeah. orders specifically regarding the, the entity known as first. Right. Well, that, um, I'm not going to change what I've already said, but... Yeah, you, you don't get that option at yeah, this point anyway. Yeah, no, that's right, but, um... Unless you want to endeavour to goad him into it, which you can, in theory. No, that's alright. Okay. Garnick's playing it straight with me, I'll play it's it. alright. Ka! Ka! Roll for Ka initiative. Uh, that's 16. Uh, that will be... Uh, uh, you're favoured by virtue of being a PC. Yep. He ties with you, he has no initiative modifier either. Hilarious. It's the Battle of the Nodex guys. Yep. Uh, and Garnak, incidentally, is in full plate armour and has a double orcish great double orcish axe. Yep. Uh, he also has bows and things, but um Yeah, this is not gonna be Yeah, this is not gonna be a melee combat and there's not gonna be a ranged combat. Okay. Alright. So it goes to you as you stand sort of you stand basically literally in front of each other, the gate goes kink 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 up. Step forward, bam. Yep. Five foot step. Yeah, and I um, full attack him with Gatekeeper. Yep. Because when in doubt, I full attack things with my awesome magic elven sword. Okay, and I am not power attacking at this point. I am getting his measure. Uh, That is a 24 on the first attack. Okay, uh, he will... Attempt to parry that away with his orcish with his orcish great axe, uh, and nearly succeeds at doing so, but not quite. Uh, you pick up one of his feats as two weapon defense, which gives him bonuses while he's using his two handed weapon. Cool, but that doesn't his you guess he get his AC at that point. Cool. Um, does he have any kind of um, acid immunity? Uh, he does not. No. Okay, I'm just going to roll all the damage. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was a big number. Okay, so um, that is um, 16 plus 8 is... Yes, it is plus 8. Yep. Uh, 24. Okay, so you sort of... As Kaelin deals max damage, you sort of get the sense that there's been a bit of Kaelin yeah. that's been wanting to murder Garnet both Picker ever since they met. And so Garnet <laughs> physically reacts to this as you would expect. The blade cuts deeply into his side... He bleeds, acid burns into him, and he goes, grunts. He doesn't appear to have super regenerative abilities or magic orc powers or whatever. Yeah. Um, but he endeavours to sort of shake this off. He goes, is that all you've got? Blood, blood, blood out the side. And it's not, as Caelan uses the second part yeah, of the yeah. spell attack. But he's, he's not badly damaged enough and he's too manly to go, oh, fuck me, that hurt. Yeah. Um, and that would be a 28 on the second shot. Uh, that will hit. Uh, that is going to be a bit less. However, that is 15 damage. Uh, sorry, hang on. I did that math wrong. That is 18 damage. So three more. Uh, he uh, gets cleaved in the side twice. At yeah. Stay his back. Son of a... Bitch. This is all in Orcish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Caelan will speak exclusively in Orcish. Son of a 
bitch. Not bad. Knew you had it in you once someone goaded you to a proper fight. Come on then, you little bastard. Now it's my turn. This is what you should be using. A proper orc's weapon. Twirls the double axe and swings it into you several times. Yes. Uh, what is your AC? Uh, 26. Okay, so he is, yeah, he will decline from power attacking here and just full attack the shit out of you several times. Uh, so, no. And no. And no. And no. Fine by me. He swings his axe very rapidly, taking four attacks with it. Uh, the last of which appears to be pretty damn wild. Uh, as if he has two weapon fighting and improved two weapon fighting. Which is a very impressive set of feats. Yep. But, um, it, his high roll has... six did not benefit him overly. He yep. puts that dice back in his pants. Yep. And um, Kaelin is um, happy and Kaelin is happy in his Michaela bonus, mm-hmm. his Michaela shield bonus. Yeah, in all fairness, he wasn't like six on the dice. Yeah, He's not coming bad. close at that. Alright, and um, Kaelin will swing for him again. Yep. Okay, uh, yeah, that will hit. Yep. So it's well over the um, original, so that is a uh, 18. Yep. And crit threat. He is quite critable. And even if he wasn't, you would crit him anyway with your new special ability. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. Uh, and that is a 28 to confirm. Yep. Okay. So that would be. Hang on, the acid isn't critical. The acid is. The acid does not double on. Yeah. So I'd better um, distinguish that separately. Ah, that was a poor damage roll, however. That is nearly a 23. He staggers and bleeds under this. Yeah. <sighs> and Kaelin is actually muttering in Orcish under his breath, which uh, is muttering in Orcish quite quietly. Um, which is something of a little battle, isn't it? Of you know, yeah. it's it's something orcs. It's something the orcs just tried used when they were really vexed with people, or something like that. Kind of die and bleed and die, die and bleed and die and suffer, die and bleed and die and suffer. You would have made a good. You would have made a good member of our tribe. Huh? Uh, 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 uh. And, um, Stuffs some guts back inside with a yeah, hand. And uh, Kaelin stares at him and says, In Orcish, I hate bloody tribes and I hate bloody orcs and I hate bloody you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Kaelin is not raging. Kaelin just does not rage. But, <laughs> but I won this first. I got your city. <sighs> I found your wife and kids in here. It'd be a very different matter. But I'll settle for you. Whack! Angry rage dies. He also can't rage. Yeah. His levels are all in fighting, flattering. Yeah. Yes, I can tell because he's got mad. Fuck me. <laughs> this is right. The second one actually fucking double digits on the thing. Uh, so that would be. That will hit you. Yep. Second one will hit. Uh, third one won't. Change dice again. And. On the fourth one, he will crit threat you. And completely fails to confirm. Sweet, so two hits, no yep. confirm. Yeah, but this is going to presumably be a fair amount of damage. Uh, 
you've got no DR or anything like that, do you? Uh, no, no. Okay. So Michaela that. does, not me. Is 20 from the two hits together. Okay. So he hooks you with the axe, he hooks you with the axe. He appears to be very good with it, as if he is deriving benefits of um, weapon specialization and that sort of shit with it. Yeah. Um, not to mention improved crit. <laughs> but, um, alas, his dice hate him. Possibly because he's, you know, sneak attacked the city and now Karma is coming to eat him. Yes. It does seem like this was, like situation where Karma He actually hit with a couple of those, but his damage dice were poor, so. Sweet. I'm, I'm happy with he's that. He's certainly not going to start power attacking you given what he's rolling. Yeah, no, um, Kaelin's very content with um, his current level of attack. And Kaelin will swing for him again. Yep. Okay, that will hit. Yep. And. Nineteen on the first one. Yep, he is still going. Yeah, and uh, as he swings his knife at and says, "It's cities rebuild. It's one of the nice things about them." God, that looks pretty awful. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll look worse in a minute, and that's a twenty. Uh, does a twenty-one hit? No, it does not. Okay, it's the first one you haven't hit with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Garnick staggers back away and then ah, brings his his axe up more defensively. Yeah. Gonna like uh, my new city. Built some pretty things here. I'm gonna really enjoy. He says in a walkish, his fucking trailer over and turning it over to the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Angry angry walk is angry. Hits with the first one. Crip, crip fumbles the second one. Can't win. Crip threats with the third one. Yep. And Crip threats with the fourth one. Ooh. So. Uh, 26 to confirm his first crit. Uh, that will that equals my AC. And 26 to confirm his second crit. Yep, so both of those equal my AC. Yep, so hit, crit, and crit. Ouch, this is going to be ugly. Uh, I am pretty sure. Yeah, this is going to be fucking ugly. This is um, what he does. Yep. Oh, it's axe crits. Oh, that's going to be nasty. Walkish double axe, triple crit. Oh, shit. He has improved crit for it, so he increases his yep. range. But, um... Yeah. Okay, so... First one. First one's 12 damage. Yep. That's the normal hit. Yeah, might as well. Uh, the second one is... The second one is 18. Yep. And the third one is 26. Yep. Okay, so um, let's do this in one big hit. That's 30 plus 14 is 44 points of damage. Ouch. Yep. He swings savagely with this glintingly sharp orcish double axe and as if being pushed towards his limits is driving him further on, he slashes repeatedly at Caitlin. Alright, um, so that's, um, 40. It doesn't get any, the math doesn't get any different however I slice it, and Caitlin is down to 19 hit points. Uh, Garnet looks pretty damned awful. Cool. <laughs> he is literally, like, elbowing his guts back in as he slashes away at you here. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
and yeah, and presuming you're not going to try and either run or yield. Nope, uh, Kaelin just keeps coming. Yep. Uh, there are, you, you know, several formalised um, dueling rules you could be fighting by, but Garnak has proposed none of them. Kaelin's default would probably be it's an orc fight, first guy to die loses. <laughs> yep, so, yeah, Kaelin is, is definitely channeling his inner orc here. Alright, and that's a 31. <laughs> yep. That's a very poor damage dice roll, as poor as it can get, which is not what I'm looking for, so that is a 10 on the damage. Okay. Uh, Garnak rushes towards you, dodge, and put the sword through his gut at this point. The acid sort of bleeds through, and he (coughs) stands there in pale, looking like he should be dying, but he just won't die hard enough. He's got die hard? He does have die hard. So do I. (laughs) He is still up, but he is on negative hit points. Alright. So, um. Kaelin... And he, of course, elects to keep fighting. Yeah. So, Kaelin will pull the sword back out. Yep. And, um. Look at him and, and uh, say an orc, a phrase which doesn't come up at all very often yield or die. Come on, you son of a bitch. Fine. <laughs> and Kaelin will sing the. will back up the sword and swing it for his head. Yep. <laughs> that was his moment, and he didn't take it. Okay, that is going to be a 17, which is not enough. No, it is not. Hand me my fate points. I do not wish to risk another bout with Mr. Four, four attacks for the crit. For the crit. You, um, you lean in as he... You, you lean in as you say yield to him, and he will literally sort of headbutt you back half a pace. Yep. And piss off. Uh, that's what I thought you'd say. Orcish racial superiority must win. How many million fate points would you like? Uh, three at this point. It's been a busy um. Yeah, you are not all that close. So yeah, D six is not going desperately bad you, presumably because it's your second attack. Yeah, none of these are even remotely relevant. So <laughs> the I will, orc. I will toss that. Um. What you don't think his card is the courtesan, a man who hides behind social niceties? No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I have Tristram's card, but that's not really going to... And that's a six again, which I'm going to take as a comic sign and accept to be miss. He gets the last round of Take it <laughs> Told you. You're just not strong enough. This place has made you soft. You and me, we could have been great together. Well, you didn't want war. Guess what? Now you've got it. War! He shouts an orcish and... <laughs> There was to crease and at you again. Yeah. And it's all going to be about what he rolls next. Uh, well, that doesn't look good. Miss, it's miss. A, that's a great start. That probably means we're okay. So, uh, miss, miss. Fantastic. He swings wildly. Um, and and sword... takes a point of hit point damage, incidentally, given he's fighting on negative hit points. Uh, actually, let me just check. I don't know if he can um, continue to go hold nuts. Oh, yes, he may not be able to um, full attack or um, to even fight or whatever if he's um, in negative hit points. Uh, feats. Die hard. Right, you may take a move or a standard each round. You cannot take a full round action if you perform an action that is strenuous. Okay. Given he's missed with them all anyway, yeah, he takes his first single attack. Yeah, swings wildly at you. You do- it glances off your armor. Then he takes several weak tinks at you as he staggers around. 
he loses another hit point. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm not going to I, I advantage him by re-rolling it. No, no. If he'd hit with one of them, I'd probably just throw the lot out and re-roll the first one. But. Yeah. Uh, 17, um... 27. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, I think he's going to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. Put the dragon dice back in the box. There it is. Twelve. Okay, so, and this is going. Str- this is a this is a beheading shot. So he swings at you with the blade, scrapes hard across your full plate, but doesn't actually penetrate it to bleed you. Only staggers you slightly, then wangs you with the other end of the of the axe. Wangs you again. Wangs you again, driving you back and slightly down towards one knee. And he says, "This is how a real orc kink fights." Kink. What you got, huh? Kink. What you got, huh? Kink, kink, and then Kalen. Yeah, and um, fifteen years of training from humans. <laughs> <laughs> and Kalen will elbow, pull himself up to his feet, elbow him in the chest, and take a double-handed swing, bringing his head clean off. Yep. And as he drops to about negative twenty on hit points, yep. his head flies off his shoulders. And it was tickling across the ground, and the soldiers immediately begin to sort of panic a bit and bristle weapons at you and will fire a couple of arrows that fall very deliberately well short of you. Uh, they will shove slash one of them kind of runs forward and literally just throws the old Beldame at you. Yeah, Caelan will sheath his weapon and pick and her up. they will bristle weapons at you to push you back through the portcullis. Yeah. You can theoretically fight this no, if you no, choose, no, but no. If they I, push you back through the portcullis and drop it. If I wanted to fight all of these boys myself, um, I could have turned up to the city any, any, day, any day of the week and challenged all 50,000 of them to a duel. We are back in army combat. Yes, so uh, but I'd like to I'd like to close scene on a dramatic moment before we go back to the army combat. Is yep. um, Kaelin picks up the old Belday, makes no effort to avoid being shoved through the portcullis, but actively retreats in good order, and then um, steps back about ten or twenty feet, so he's clearly leaving, and then shouts through, "And I'll be coming for all the rest of you boys. Surrender or die." In <laughs> Taldane, not Orkish. <laughs> all right. Shall we go back to the army fight then? Yes, we can go back to the army fight. Okay. Roll for morale. Yes, just a second. Um, I want to use the army hit points because they've got 10 more hit points than Caelan. Caelan. (laughs) Yes, you're welcome to not substitute your army for Caelan. The army is defeated, Caelan dies. Well, also, um, you know, the army's got 10 more hit points and the army dies on zero, so it really matters. 15 morale. Okay, and... Uh... The um The troops are even more more rallied with Garnak dead. Yeah, the um uh the army I think is um slightly distracted. Yeah. Like um I, I can't really imagine their morale has been lowered by me whacking off their leader's head, but I think so many of them were taking interest in that fight that they're not actually quite prepared to go back to it, and that's a four. Yeah. And Garnak's two IC, who is as far as you know is just some guy and yeah. now in charge of the army. Yeah. Effectively there's still someone leading them, they're just at no longer any morale bonus of any kind. Yeah. 
Okay. So we were at a point where um, we had the advantage over them because they were out of position and we were going to get a free attack. But yes. I presume Settling for Parley has yes, negated that advantage. Because now an hour has passed since yep. then. So we were in neutral, so I declare first, right? Correct. Alright, we're going to stay with neutral while, while Kesson sees what the other guy does. Uh, they are going to drop to cautious. Okay, that was a good decision then. Given their passes, getting kicked. Yep. And Kirsten will take a swing for him. Ooh. Oh dear. That was a nice big number. That, that will miss you thoroughly. Okay, that's a 25. They are down. Uh, they, at the last minute, bugles of retreat begin sounding, but it's too late. Yep. They're not in a position to clear off the battlefield before you sweep in and just take them to pieces. Sweet. Uh, Drelev's army is functionally disbanded. Excellent. Alright, and I roll my enemy general check, I roll my captured general checks for, um, Kaelin and First, I believe. Uh, yes, so we have established that the commander of their army is dead. Yeah. Because you killed him. Yeah. Uh, then you need to roll me a set of percentile dice. First for Corwin, or first for First, whichever way you prefer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me find some percentile dice. Okay, let me see what the lady has in store. We'll have Corwin. It is 31. Okay. Uh, so he has been captured. Okay. Which, continue. Yes. And uh, 93 for first. Okay. So, certainly no one drags the two of them out and starts slitting their throats and throwing them off the barricades. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that would be a fleeing army's priority. No. It's more do they get killed or dragged out by their, a guard seeking advantage or whatever in the, in the fray. Yep. Okay. And you overrun them off the walls. Yeah. And drive them back into the city itself and they flee out the backside of the city to get mocked up as... Uh, you, my you victorious know, troops are charging Stagthorn, yeah. Stagthorn, Stagthorn. Kirsten Berman are not really in any mood to let them um, no. run rampant given they've overtaken the city. Uh, so they don't rout, you actually destroyed them. Sweet. Uh, it's Given where their hit points were, they'd be rolling well or rout at the end of that round anyway. Yeah. But you have out and out destroyed them. Uh, which is good, because that means Draylor doesn't get them back again. Sweet. Which will be useful, because you'll presumably be going to war with oh, them yes. after this little diplomatic incident led by an ambitious army commander with no knowledge of Hannah Draylor. Uh, yeah, that's that's going to work out real great for him, because I'm so obsessed to declaring uh, war against Draylor. Make a loyalty check against your kingdom's control, DC, to see if your army gains a new tactic. Ooh. And for once, it's just my army with no mercenary armies in the mix, so right. I don't have to share my loyalty with other people. Yep. I make it. Uh, they gain a new tactic and the morale goes up by one. Sweet, because Kirsten's Roman kick ass. Yep. Yep, that snipes is what kills them. Yeah, that's, um, I, 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 I'm really glad I took it. Alright. So yes, I will need the, um, if I'm going to pick my new tactic, I will need the army rules because, you know, they contain tactics. I suppose. Just down there. Cute. Oh, you are welcome to just pick it after the fact if you... I'm, I'm just thinking because we're probably doing the... Um... Well, I assume you won't be resurrecting Garnet Bone Pickers. I can probably put them on my deceased list. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Kaelin gives orders that um, 
if um if no if they you know if his troops don't take his body with him, Kaelin gives orders that his body be returned to the Church yeah. of Gorham for whatever they yeah. want to do. His troops don't have the capacity to do so. If the yeah. body is not routing, it is getting destroyed. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I'm going to send his body back to the Church of Gorham to be buried as a victorious soldier on the battlefield. Makes sense. Because you know he died fighting. Yeah, yeah. They're hardly going to complain that you killed one of the you know fighters in combat. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I give him credit yep. for a fight well fought. And, yeah, I'm not going to be raising him. Okay, so... Yes, and, um... Kirsten's Bowman, who spent a bunch of time um, hanging out with the kobolds back when, um, take dirty fighters. Yep. Giving them a um, cheeky first round advantage. How many um, tactics does that bring them up to? Two. Right. So they're probably vaguely approaching their limits. What's the limit? Half their CR. Uh, so their CR, their ACR is seven. Right, so very vaguely approaching their limit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All good. Cool. So that's good to know. Because you know, there's a limiting factor on disbanding armies and rebuilding them as much bigger armies, and that you lose their tactics. Yes. But there's a limit to how many load tactics you can load onto an army in any case. Yes. Uh, so you have retaken Elk's Rest. Yes. Alright. And do we want to uh, run through what is happening there, or just leave it there, or...? Um, is it going to take long to run no. through? Let's run through what's happening there. That seems like a good conclusion to go out on. I will um, update um, Kaelin's hero points to reflect the two that I've got left. But on the other hand, all the party members have heaps, so... Although, whether I can use call and date has become a um, pressing question. Okay, so uh, Corwin has been uh, beaten to a bloody pulp and chained up in these cells under the castle. You've got some basic cells under the castle, basically. Yeah. Um, but he is still alive. Yeah. Um, you will find out that he has gone down the fighting and then been kept as a hostage. Yeah. Um, first has also been very badly beaten to pieces um, but is still functioning as you go into the cell he's sort of lying against the manacles and you go up you know are you alive are you alive protects that which matters most protects that which matters most okay he is still ticking sweet he is um, on the brink of death, effectively. Yeah. And literally you will find out from your troops that have rushed in ahead of you that when the castle got overrun, uh, they came down here and endeavoured to murder first. They didn't make any effort to do the same to Corwin, but they endeavoured to murder first. And literally, your guys have run in and killed them before they have finished executing him. Sweet. At which point, um, yeah, we will, um, y- you know, it will take some time to actually get him repaired because, yeah. you know, the guy who has the spells for it is Corn and Corn's in no shape yes. to do so, but um, we will um, take care of him until he can yes, get but repaired. At this point, your short term problem is solved and you're dropping back to kingdom time. Yeah. Um, based on your scout reports, Draylon does not have another army sitting out there ready to go. Sweet. Um, so there is no immediate threat to follow on with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you do not actually get the response. You you are almost waiting for the response from Hannes Drelev to say overly ambitious army commanders, so apologetic that this incident took place. You actually don't get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he will instead send you a formal declaration of war, uh, which somehow majestically only gets through a couple of days after he's you know attempted to sack your city. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a messenger arrives from Fort Drelev and hands you a formal declaration of war uh, that declares for your assassination attempts on Grand Diplomat Grigory. Yeah. Um, during the Rushlight Tournament, they yeah. are going to um, justify this war with you. Yeah. Um, None of that happened because you didn't rise to the bait. But yeah. Yeah, so, um... It's not the first time Drelov has lied majestically to his people. Yeah, so, um, Caelan will send back his own formal declaration of war, which says, uh, which cites their treacherous attempt to, um, sack the, sack Altarest is without, uh, without declaration. Yeah. And includes, um, phrases like, if I'd wanted to kill the little pissant, he would be bloody well dead. Yeah, your, your council <laughs> is pretty... If I was going to kill the little pissant, he would be bloody well dead. Your council has pretty, pretty unanimously decided on, okay, let's go to war with Hannah Strayliff now, because yep. we can't just let the shit stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have Cassandra Nemesti yes. um, to talk to, which you can do a scene with now, or just have an info dump, or do a scene with later. I think um, that w- that sounds like a good thing to start next session with, as that's presumably the, we talk to Cassandra and um, yep. make our plans for simultaneously fighting Vrelev, dealing with the Tiger Lords and um, Amarg, and um, rescuing her family members and Lilia. Yeah. Because it sounds like you know rescuing her family members and Lillian isn't going to be simple. They seem to all be in different bits of different places. Yeah, uh, her sister and her father are very explicitly in different places because her sister's been taken out of the city. Yeah, her father she assumes is under arrest in the city, and Lillian is not under arrest at all. She is hiding out in the city. Yeah, yeah, she's not even doing that. Ah, right. She is secretly running secret resistance groups inside the city. That girl is awesome. Um, and um. I regret leading her to hate my guts, but I did that. Thus we say, right. Right, Siska. Right, Siska. So then, it's to war, Cassandra says. Let, let me tell you what I can, Majesty, of the situation in Fort Redliff. It's quite complicated. Dun, dun, dun! dun, dun. dun. Okay. 